Prepping Podcast. We're helping everyday people become prepared for whatever emergencies come our way. Where gear is good, but knowledge is better because the more you know, the less you have to carry. We're your hosts, Mark and Krista Lawley. Well, hello and welcome to the podcast. Today is Monday, January the 17th, and this is episode number 149. Before we start today, I just want to say that we really appreciate our listeners. You are the reason that we're growing like we are, and it's all because of you, and we greatly appreciate that. But we want to ask you to do a couple of things. If you haven't already, click on that subscribe button or that follow button, and then you won't miss an episode, and it helps us in the rankings. Then we ask you to share this podcast with friends, share it on Facebook, share it with those you work with, friends, family, just let them know that we're doing this Getting Started series on Tuesdays, and if they would like to become more prepared, that's a good place to start. We'd also like to ask that you connect with us either on Facebook or through the website or by email. You can ask questions, share tips, tell us your story. We'd love to hear that. You might even be a candidate for a listener interview, or your ideas might make it into the podcast. And a good example of that is we had the listener interview, our first listener interview with Lindsay the other day, and she mentioned the toddler potty and keeping that in the car and that being able to be used not only for children but for adults as well. And I came in the next day and guess what was sitting on the kitchen table? That's right, Krista had purchased a toddler potty for us to be able to travel with. Now, some of you have asked how you can support the podcast One of the easiest ways, and it doesn't cost you any extra money, is to start your Amazon shopping at our website, www.practicalprepping.info, and click on the link to Amazon. That takes you directly to them. Shop as you normally would do, and as I said, it costs you nothing extra, but they pay us a little commission, which helps with the podcast. Today's topic, we're talking about getting off the hamster wheel. Getting off the hamster wheel. Now, let's mention our sponsor here. We so appreciate them bringing our episode today, and that is Jim Curtis Knives. And we'll talk a little bit more about him in a few minutes, but we certainly thank Jim for today's sponsorship. Now, getting off the hamster wheel. You know, sometimes we feel like we're on a constant treadmill or on that hamster wheel, and we're just stuck where we are. We're we're having a lot of activity, but we're not getting anywhere. It's like being stuck in the sand, spinning our wheels, and no matter how much we gas it, we can't get out of the sand. But we have to do something different. If we don't do something different, we're going to be right where we are, and we can't get off that wheel unless we do something different. Now, some of the causes for being on that wheel is other people's expectations. What do other people expect out of us? Are they expecting more than they rightfully should? Are they expecting us to carry more than our weight? Are they expecting us to do more than we really ought to be doing? 
Another thing is that our to-do list has more tasks on it than we can possibly finish. I know mine grows exponentially. I try to cut down some of the tasks, but those things keep piling up. Procrastination is another one. And we now face deadlines that we would not have had to face had we gone ahead and not procrastinated. And I'll just fess up with one right here. We were having a large piece of furniture delivered here this past week, and I knew I had to clean out that particular room, and I procrastinated. See, I could have spent only 30 minutes a day for two or three days, and I would have been well ahead of that, but I let it slip up on me. I put it off, and the deadline was the night before the delivery, and so I had to spend several hours doing that. We also find ourselves where so many things are competing for our attention. Our children, our spouses, our parents, our friends, and those are priorities. But we also have 24-7 news coverage. We have social media that's competing for our time. And those can be great time wasters. We also have on-demand streaming services like Netflix, YouTube, Hallmark Channel, And if we're not careful, we can just sit down and, as we say around here, veg out. We just kind of sit there and become a couch potato. And the next thing we know, two, three, four, five hours has gone by, or we've spent that much time on social media or that much time doing things that we could be using that time to do others. Now, here's some of the results that we see from some of that. We begin to feel guilty about not doing things that are needed to be done or that we wanted to do. We didn't get the grass cut. We didn't do anything in our prepping. We didn't get the clothes washed. We ran out of time. And we feel like we're disconnected from the people and the things we enjoy. Now, how long has it been since you read a good book? How long has it been since you've gone for a walk with your spouse or your significant other? Or maybe just had a walk alone? How long has it been since you've been out to a movie together? How about just sat quietly without feeling you needed to be doing something else? How long has it been since you've just felt relaxed and stress-free? Kids are arguing, the dog's barking, the phone's ringing, dinner's burning in the oven. It's chaos and madness, and we feel out of control. And this leads to frayed nerves. It leads to anxiety and depression and even anger issues. We get short with the kids, our significant other, and with people in general. Now, you could ask, what does this have to do with prepping? Well, it has everything to do with prepping in that, in an event that requires that we go into survival mode, all of these issues will be multiplied immensely, and we have to get off the wheel before the stuff hits the fan. We have to take control of our own lives. We have to prioritize the people who are important to us, and we have to prioritize the things in our lives. Now, I'm not talking about apocalyptic events here. I'm not talking about EMP or CME or invasion of alien frogs. What I'm talking about is a week or more without power. talking about another lockdown talking about not being able to get food in the grocery store. We want to be in control, to have choices, to have a plan for SHTF. Now, we're going to take a short break here for our sponsor, and we're going to come back and see seven things that we can do to get off the wheel. 
Jim Curtis knives, handcrafted, unique heirloom quality knives and blades. These high quality knives are available at reasonable prices and they're made right here in Alabama. You can purchase a Jim Curtis knife one of two ways. First, you can design your own. Your blade style might be a 3-inch EDC knife, or perhaps a 4-inch skinning knife, a 6-inch Bowie knife, or a shape that you have always wanted. You can also pick your steel. Alabama Damascus makes a beautiful art quality knife, or high carbon steel, which holds a very fine edge. You can pick your handles. They can be made from wood, bone, paracord, micarta, and there's lots of colors and options. Secondly, you could select a knife already pre-made by Jim Curtis. You can see some of the options posted on his Facebook page. Contact Jim Curtis and see what else he has available. All Jim Curtis knives come with a lifetime guarantee, lifetime sharpening, and two band-aids. Yes, they are that sharp. Jim Curtis Knives. Find him on Facebook. He'll be linked in our show notes and on our website. Welcome back. Now the question is, how do we get off the wheel? One, figure out why we're on the wheel. Is it overcommitment? Was it a lack of planning on our part? Was it a lack of direction? Are we just going through life? I was by the creek one day and I looked down and there were some water-soaked leaves in the stream. They weren't floating on top of the water, but they were just bumping along on the bottom as the water moved. They were going wherever that water takes them. Sometimes we get that way in life if we have a lack of direction, if we have no clear goals. How about if we're afraid to face our shortcomings? We all have them. We're not all good at everything. It doesn't mean we can't improve on those things either. Here's another one that gets us on the wheel from time to time, and that's a fear of failure. If you never fail, you're not trying hard enough. How about a fear of success? Yep, that's a real fear that can hold some folks back. Another thing that we need to do is to differentiate between the important and the urgent. This can be a struggle. The really important things aren't always urgent, and the urgent things aren't always important. People are much more important than things. If you look back, all of our happiest times involve people. Our things to do, our to-do list, it'll be here tomorrow. But sometimes our people may not be. Lost a friend this week. He died from complications from covid And we're certainly going to miss him. And we cherish the times that we've had together. But those things will be here. People may not. And at our age, mine and Krista's age, we seem to lose friends all too often. Give someone you love a call. Go see them. They're what's most important. All right, here's a tough one, but we need to learn it. Learn to say no. We can't be all things to all people. We can't fix every problem, and we can't accept every invitation. We have to have boundaries. We have to set boundaries, boundaries for ourselves. Set limits on the time we spent on social media, time we spent watching television. These are often just time wasters. Now, for me personally, that was coming in and taking a nap after work. I enjoyed coming in and getting resting my eyes and getting an hour or so nap after work. 
But I can't do that if a priority remains undone. I have to prioritize myself, my list, my things to do, the important things and the urgent things. And then I have to make sure I have all of those things done. So set boundaries for yourself. And then set boundaries with others. Express your expectations to other people. Oftentimes we get frustrated because we expect one thing, they expect another. One place to start is with your children. You know, you can expect your children to clean their room. Now, you're going to have to enforce this a little bit, but they'll come around and they'll begin to see it. But they can clean their rooms. They can wash dishes or clothing or cut grass or care for the animals. Now, I know this is age-dependent. Three-year-old can't be out cutting the grass, but they can pick up their toys. And they need to be given chores to do. Call it chores, call it tasks, call it whatever, but express your expectations to your children of what you expect from them. And here's a lesson that I heard the other day from someone. Rather than giving them an allowance, reward them with commissions paying for. Now, another friend was talking with someone about some incentives that they use for their small children, and they use mini marshmallows. And it's like, we'll have too many marshmallows after we do this task, or we'll have three after we do that. And we can also use incentives that we'll do this after we do that. We'll go to the park after we get our house cleaned. We'll go to the park after we get the yard raked. And we also need to set those expectations, set those boundaries with our friends and coworkers. One of the things is interruptions. Those last-minute items need to be limited to emergencies. A friend of mine used to have a sign on his desk that said, A lack of planning on your part does not constitute an emergency on my part. So don't get down to the last minute and come in here and expect me to fix your problem by dropping everything that I had to do or just to be able to fix your problem. How about time wasted at the break room or at your door or cubicle? Set parameters. Close your door. Tell people you're working. Tell people to respect your time. You know, a lot of times we have on our voicemail, and I challenge you. Some of you actually have this right now. Leave a message and I'll call you as soon as possible. Do you really mean that? A friend of mine has on his says, I'll call you at my earliest convenience. See, my returning your phone call doesn't mean that I put everything else aside, but I'll do it at my earliest convenience. Next thing is to set aside some time for ourselves and schedule it if we need to. Take that vacation. Take a day off. Sit down and read a half hour. Take a bubble bath. Soak in the tub instead of a hurried shower. But set aside some of that time for yourself. Now here's where we can begin to get a handle on what's going on in our life, and that is to make some lists. Talked about it not long ago about making that master list. Now everything goes on the master list. When you know you need to do it, put it on that list even if it's a month or more out. That keeps things from being forgotten. I have things on my master list that are four, five, six months out, things that I intend to do this spring and some I intend to do this summer. But I don't want those to fall through the crack. 
Now, each day when you look at that list, prioritize the top six things that you need to complete and transfer those to your to-do list and start on the most important first. And when you finish it, go to the next and use your time wisely. What's the most important thing that I could be doing right now? That's an important question that we can learn to ask ourselves. Here's another one, and this will cut to the chase sometimes, is what I am doing really necessary? You know, some things will take care of themselves if we just leave them alone. Do I really have to take my time to do this particular thing? Is it really necessary, or is it just busy work? Now, let's just recap some here. We need to figure out why we're on the wheel or how we got there. We need to differentiate between the important and the urgent. We need to learn to say no. We need to set boundaries for ourselves and with others. We need to set aside some time for ourselves, make some lists and prioritize, and use our time wisely. It all takes self-discipline, but you know self-discipline is a decision. Make that decision today to have the self-discipline to get off the hamster wheel. And we'll see you next time. We hope you've enjoyed the podcast today. Hopefully you've learned something, picked up a tip, or something we said may have triggered a thought that'll help you in your prepping journey. If you haven't already, go ahead and click that subscribe button so you'll never miss an episode and share it with your friends and family. And remember, stuff happens. Stay prepared.